0: for all Fast Lane Learning podcast listeners. I am Kelly Moss, your ACAR Communications Director, and I am here to announce that we are back. Today, we're back with a whole new series of mini-podcasts that will be coming to you over the end of December and throughout the month of January. So buckle your seatbelts for another season of ACAR's all-new Fast Lane Learning. This second season of Fast Lane Learning is gonna be awesome for those of you who don't always have time for our full on 30 minute podcast. And for those of you who are looking for some really fast, really significant information, season two will cover everything you need to know as a new or newer real estate agent. So you'll learn about some of the things that you didn't learn before you took your test and some things that are really, really important in the everyday of doing business as a realtor. Back again this season are our guests and subject matter experts for each of the Fast Lane Learning episodes, ACAR's Chair of Professional Standards, Jackie Cassera of Howard Hanna Realty, and ACAR's Vice Chair of Professional Standards, Cindy Costelli of EXP Realty. Fast Lane Learning is going to be a fast and wild ride, so buckle up and let's get going. ACAR's Fast Lane Learning is a weekly production where we will facilitate quick conversations about key topics in the business of real estate. This is an adult show and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. It's time to buckle your seatbelts and get yourself prepared for some great real estate answers in a great short format. Welcome to Fast Lane Learning. So as mentioned in the opener, we are back today with Jackie Cassara and Cindy Costelli for season two of Fast Lane Learning. Ladies, I am so glad you're back. It's so exciting as Cindy fidgets with her pop filter. You're good. (laughs) Today's topic is learning your market and customer service tips and tricks. So let's jump right in. Um, How can a new agent... Learn their market to be better informed about the areas that they're selling in. to ultimately be a better agent for not just themselves, but for their obviously for their clients. How can they start to jump into that?
1: Wow, there's there's so many resources. Um, Probably at the top of the list is our local um, our local board. And our MLS, I mean, they're a wealth of information. Um, they have so much stuff for us online as far as demographics, schools, churches, um, things that, to tap into. Um, it's also nice to provide that when you have a listing for your, you know, people looking and for the clients, um, so there's just a wealth of information out there. Um, Chamber of Commerce is another nice one. Um, there's That's a lot, of, a lot of good resources Shameless. out there. Shameless
0: plugs for A there I love Absolutely. that. That's great. I didn't. Yeah. We did not pay her to That's say that.
2: It's true, though. <laughs> and I would um, yeah. echo what Cindy said, but also say, take it on the road. Drive around. If your office actually does sales meetings and goes on tour on a given day of the week, um, go where you go and see the new listings. And if you can, ask if you can ride with some experienced agents, because what you learn in that car is worth the price of admission. It's it's invaluable. And then compare actual neighborhoods to what you see or what you read in the MLS and see what kind of houses are there. What's the housing stocks, uh, stock like? What's the price point like? What you know, what is in the neighborhoods that you've known for a long time, but now you know them from a very different perspective. And then get in as many houses as you can in the neighborhoods that you want to work in, whether it's via broker's opens, um, public open houses, or previewing, which I think is a very underutilized mm. asset that we have available to us as licensees, where we can schedule an appointment and you want to be judicious in, in how you choose which houses to preview. Vacant houses are always good for pre- But again, the more you can learn about the stock in your neighborhoods, the better you're going to be and the more knowledgeable you're going to sound to your buyers and sellers.
0: That's good advice. Mm -hmm. You know, the previewing thing most especially, I think, Mm -hmm. would be a real... Plus, for someone who's brand new that doesn't necessarily know all of the neighborhoods around, you know, perhaps a new agent, you know, is Mm -hmm. coming from, you know, they've just moved into, let's just for argument's sake, say into Cuyahoga County and never had, didn't grow up here. So you kind of need that previewing area to to see what's out there and figure out kind of
2: the neighborhoods themselves. Right. And you always want to be um, careful about that because there are certainly listings that are not really optimal for a preview somebody who has a baby or pets that have to be removed right but there are so many houses where you can preview and always register with the mls that it is a preview don't act like you're bringing somebody in because i guarantee you that the seller is next door looking out the window at you going in a (laughs) (laughs) lot you know so just just make sure that uh, that you're candid and honest in everything you do and previewing is allowed and so just choose them wisely Awesome. So let's talk about soft skills
0: for a minute. Um, Cindy and I were talking when she first arrived here earlier off off mic about the kinds of soft skills that are important to, to brand new realtors, Uh, you know, anything that falls under that communications umbrella. So, you know, being honest, being, you know, um, out there and how to use tact when you're speaking with people and things like that. So let's talk about how important those are, you know, to learn and hone as a realtor. I,
1: they they are those those skills i mean paying attention to detail is so important um really listening to your client um being a good communicator you know don't leave them hanging don't let them wonder what's going on you know even if you have to call to say i don't know anything yet i don't have an update but i'm thinking about you <laughs> it's like a non update update exactly yeah. so that they know that you know you're um They're on your mind. That's so important. And as a new agent, how you start off in intentionally doing these things will then become a habit. So developing those habits right from the beginning is just really critical to the success of your business.
2: Awesome. I can't echo enough on listening. Mm -hmm. We like to talk. People who get into real estate generally like to talk. It's why Cindy and I are here. And and so what we have to be able to do is to listen, not with the intention of answering, but with really getting the information that we need. And if you think of the people who are really great interviewers, like somebody like Diane Sawyer comes to mind, Oprah, ask open-ended questions, things that can't be answered with a yes or no and then close with closed-ended questions so that you have a finite answer to the things that you need to, to understand because clients are counting on us to be calm and sane. Mm-hmm. We're doing that in their stead during a very, very emotional time. And so we have to look like we're very cool, very calm and collected. Two of the great agents in our marketplace in, in the Heights area, Rosemary Cable and Joyce Henderson, always used to talk about um, when I was you know in the, the new agent position that we talk about looking at a swan crossing the lake and they look like nothing could possibly be bothering them but under the water they were paddling like mad to get from one side out. to another and it's like that's our job we have to look like no matter how bad it is we have control you know i love so that great it till analogy. You make
1: it. yeah that is that is a great analogy and um so true, it really is, and you know we're realtors and we're offering advice and direction, but it seems like a good portion of the time we're counselors as well. Sure, <laughs> you know, talking right. people off the Absolutely. edge because it's it's a stressful time for people. Sure, it's a huge, so it's, it's scary. a huge purchase. Sure. I Absolutely,
0: mean, sometimes the largest purchase purchase someone will ever Absolutely. make. So, Usually. it's important to to make everything smooth as as mm-hmm. you. Possibly can right. So with new agents, then you know, the, obviously, soft skills and and learning your market is important, but tracking and measuring everything about your business, um, that's essential, right? I mean, how would an agent go about beginning that, building their data pay, their database, and and perhaps even getting some sort of customer uh, management software or or. <laughs> I, I would guess even in something as simple as an Excel sheet, you know, mm-hmm. to track your, your prospects.
2: What would you all recommend when it comes to that? You know, first you need to know what your broker's offering you find out what the broker offers often free of charge and find out what kind of systems your particular brokerage has. And a lot of people um, go into brokerages where they have proprietary software systems for their agents. So when you're interviewing to choose your broker, when you're first licensed and really looking at where you want to be, ask about that, ask how you should be tracking your expenses. Do they have any suggestions for things that you can use for that? And But the biggest thing to me is not only your expenses, not only your your clients, track your time. Mm -hmm. How can you track your time? And that is the most, you know, you can do that with the most Luddite-like system. You can do that with just a calendar and a couple of different colors of markers and pens. Um, So look at that planner, that calendar, and be really honest about where your time is going. Because what we found is that real estate professionals are not always great at that, you know? And if you look at Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly uh, Effective People, still a really great thing to be reading as an independent contractor. Um, There are four quadrants that people operate in that, that track the importance and the urgency. Of what we're doing at any given point in time and if you can master that in terms of where your time is going and where you're just shuffling papers that's going to save you a great deal of time i actually i love an excel spreadsheet i think Mm -hmm. that's that really does the trick much of the time Mm -hmm. but some people prefer a much more explicit crm that tracks everything and um and then you know find out who it is that you're dealing with and what they want and need and just keep putting that information in
0: well, and while I'm still a paper girl with mm-hmm. markers and mm-hmm. and that, I, I still do. I have a digital calendar too, but I think so many of the younger folks that they rely on that digital calendar. Right. But there are so many out there that are free, right? That yeah. you can absolutely. highlight absolutely. and you know yeah.
2: digitally highlight. Google and Docs, all of that. yeah. Google Docs synchronize. Yeah, you know Docs, yeah. And, and you, know, you may not need to invest in an expensive CRM, um, where you can do a great deal with the
1: other tools that you're already subscribing to. Right, and, absolutely you know, that are really helpful. I, I so agree too that to, to manage your time and know what, to, you know, where your time is going and to pay attention to that, but also to, um, you know, there's so many different things when you first start start out, so many tools that are kind of thrown at you. And some of them do cost money and some of them you do use um, or your time's invested in them. So track what's working and what doesn't right. work. Smart, right. Because you really want to pay attention to that because you don't want to keep repeating things that you're spinning your wheels. Right. It's or that really, are frustrating. You, exactly. You know? You've got enough in the business to frustrate. Right. You. Only so much time in the day. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: Well, we've reached our destination and that's it for today. I want to thank Cindy and Jackie for their insight and input for today's episode. Be sure to join us next week for the next Fast Lane Learning installment. And until then, drive safely and keep your learning in the Fast Lane.